Welcome everyone to the ACL Athlete Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about everything related to the ACL, whether that's the injury itself, the rehab process, return to sport, and more. I'm your host, Dr. Ravi Patel, performance physical therapist and coach. Between myself and fellow guests and experts, you'll learn through the lens of the patient, the healthcare professional, and the coach. The goal of this podcast is to equip you, the athlete, with the education to make the best informed decision about your care and your ACL journey. Thanks for joining. Now let's dive into today's episode. What is up team and welcome back to another episode on the ACL Athlete Podcast. So today we are diving into the episode, an ACL rehab must do one prehab visit. Now, if you don't know what prehab is, prehab is essentially you have injured your ACL and you're potentially having surgery. So it means preoperative rehab. So you're going through that rehab process before you actually go under and get your new ACL. Now, if you're someone who's going the non-operative route, that is great. Typically, this can still technically apply to you. You're just doing your rehab. But if you're someone who is getting ready for surgery, then there is this window of time between the injury and the surgery itself, and that is prehab. And today I'm going to make the argument that everyone, every single person should at least go to their PT physio for one visit before their ACL surgery, one prehab visit, if you will. Why? Man, there's so many reasons why. And if you guys have tuned in this podcast before, then you know many reasons why, but I'm going to list out a few allows you to meet the person who you're going to be working with. So the physical therapist themselves, the physio or the rehab professional who you're going to be working with. It allows you to vet that person. It allows you to build trust with them to make sure they are the right fit. We can't just necessarily just have anyone for this process, unfortunately. And we know that because re-injury rates are high and because there's a lot of problems in this area. So you need to make sure you vet the person and the physical therapist or the rehab professional you're going to be working with as well as assess the clinic. So that allows you to do that if you get in before you have your surgery. And then it allows you to get familiar with what the rehab can look like itself, including a session, get an evaluation, get that session flow going, and also know what your post-op movements are going to look like. A lot of times people think they're super basic and that they're not that important and that, oh, you know, it's just a few things here or there. Like, I'm just going to rest anyways because it's going to be post-op. And I'll tell you, those post-op movements can make or break your ACL rehab process. So getting in there and being able to look at what you're going to be doing, get cued right. Just as a good example here is that when people go to do quad sets post-op, it's hard for them to activate their quads. So guess what? They kick on their hamstrings, assume that they're going to do a quad set and feel like they're doing a quad set, but really they're just kicking on their hamstrings and not getting that extension that we're hoping for. So these are things that we can work through, cue you on, and allow you to be prepared as you enter this surgical process. It's going to allow you to get pre-injury baseline numbers and make an assessment to see, okay, where is your range of motion at? Um, What problems are you dealing with? And then it allows you to connect the dots of post-surgery and seeing, okay, are those things aligning? Is there a trend or a problem that we're seeing? Or did all that stuff get cleaned up and working on after surgery? So it allows you to get those baseline numbers, especially strength of that unoperated side. I can't stress that enough because then, therefore, you have a more accurate representation as long as it's close to the injury 
but at least you have that number before you are having surgery and then you're not doing nearly as much, which we know strength drops. This in and of itself, the prehab visit will get you prepared for surgery to set the expectations, including the goals of what's ahead, especially in that first post-op phase. Again, a lot of people brush this off and think that is super simple, but it really ends up being a little bit more challenging because people don't realize how much pain you'll go through. And then also those milestones you need to achieve that will be building the foundation for the road to come. And so this allows you to focus on certain low hanging fruit and the main goals and keeping the main thing, the main thing, because therefore you don't get lost and you're just like, all right, I'm just doing these exercises, but I don't really know for what rhyme or reason you attach these and anchor these to goals, which allow you to understand the expectations of this process. And the list continues to go on. You can check out my previous episodes and even blog posts on our website on why prehab is so great for prehab in general. My suggestion is to give it at least eight to 12 weeks before having surgery, unless you're in that small percent that needs to get it due to some time sensitivity or maybe the type of injury you had. There are factors that can play into that, but very many people do not need to do this and they don't need to rush into it. I'd say majority, like 80, 90% of people don't need to rush into the surgery and they can have that eight to 12 week window to just allow that knee to calm down after the injury and get it prepared for surgery. And I promise you that you will gain so much from this process of doing it and there's no need to rush. And oftentimes what usually happens is that people will usually not go to physical therapy or their physio or start that rehab process until the post-op procedure. And that makes sense, right? You had the injury. And so then you're just kind of like, all right, I'm just waiting for surgery. So I'll just kind of do my normal thing. And then eventually you'll have the surgery and you'll start your rehab. And I would argue that this is the wrong way to do this, but this is typically the way that most things go. And along with this, it makes sense logically to just take it easy post-op. That's what a lot of people do. They think, oh, just kind of like when you're sick, right? Just take it easy, rest, let your body recover. And that is fair to a little bit of a degree, but you don't actually need to. You actually need to find that sweet spot and to make sure that you move within your own limits and focus on those goals. You're not going to start running or you know doing a ton of squats, but you do need to move and you need to make sure you keep that conditioning up and keeping the other side strong. And especially even those few days post-op, you're wanting to make sure at the minimum you're hitting that range of motion, especially your extension and quad activation the day of day one. And you're not going to hurt anything unless you go crazy doing stuff, right? So there's that sweet spot of not just like, you know, bed rest, watching TV the whole time, but you're working on your ACL exercises anywhere from three to five times a day, especially the range of motion and quad work. You know, if you're weight bearing, you're starting to put weight on it and starting to try and walk with your crutches, but all this is going to come back to what your restrictions are and your guidance that you've been given, but you are not to be basically not doing anything for the first one to two weeks. Day one, you should start doing stuff after post-op. Again, another reason why the first visit for prehab pays its dividends in knowing what you need to do, knowing those expectations, and knowing those post-op exercises to know that, all right, I'm on a good starting track instead of playing or starting behind the line. And that helps so, so much. And if you have a really good surgeon, they'll advocate for prehab. 
any good surgeon I know is like, yeah, go do prehab, meet your physical therapist, start getting that leg strong, you know, kind of walk into to your surgery as if, you know, you don't feel like you really need your surgery. That's kind of some of the things that people will say, of course, give or take, depending on the injury and the status of the knee, but you kind of want to get back to that normal, at least functional state instead of this knee that's blown up, can't straighten, can't bend, a lot of pain, because you're about to just redo that process all over again and set yourself back even further. So the surgeons will recommend it, hopefully. And if you don't have a good surgeon, they may just say like, ah, or maybe they not weigh it very heavily. They might just say, ah, just wait, you know, start it a week to two weeks post-op. Or maybe it's just not advised in general. You know, it's crazy to think that that's not really this like very particular, all right, I need to see this person. You know, in the first few days of their surgery, sometimes it's recommended to, you know, just immobilize and not do anything for two weeks, which is something I strongly disagree with because there's nothing that you're going to do harm to unless you have this, you know, 0.1 type percent of procedure that, you know, most ACLs don't get. So there's a very, very strong argument to get into physical therapy at least one time for your rehab. And here's an example of how one visit itself can do wonders. I just had an athlete have ACL surgery and he got in one week before the surgery for just an initial evaluation together. The parents were surprised I wanted to get him in as they weren't told they needed to get in before the surgery. And I was like, yeah, let's try and get them in. I love it. It helps to do all these things that I just mentioned. And what we did was we tested his range of motion to see where his baseline was to test his strength of his uninjured side. And even just see how he's doing on the injured side, set the expectations, goals, and prepare him for surgery from the goals I have set for him to the extension work, the flexion work, quad work, getting his NMES unit set up and applying the frequency of how much he needs to be doing stuff. All this stuff plays in so much of that early post-op. And I said, your number one goal is to get that heel pop and that knee extension. Let's get the quads active, get your extension back. It will be a game changer. Guess what? A few days later after his surgery, I got a video of him getting his heel pop so quickly after surgery. And it was amazing. He was excited about it. I was excited about it. As a physical therapist, it's the thing that you literally want to see for any of your athletes is like, can they get that heel pop? And as early as you can, man, it builds an incredible foundation. And it makes a big difference. And I think it is a very severely underestimated part of this ACL rehab process. I think the system that we have built has just been like, all right, injury happens, surgery, and then rehab. And I think the way that it should go is actually injury rehab, and then let's give it some time unless you're that small percent that needs to move and get it done. And that is something that you do. And then you have the surgery. Guess what? It might inform you, you might not need it. And then therefore those are data points you're collecting during your prehab process to know, maybe I don't need the surgery. Maybe I can allow myself to do this thing where I don't need it. And there's more research coming out with ACLs healing, which we don't know really much about yet, but there is some promising research. So why not just give yourself a shot, especially if there's no time sensitivity to it and there's more pros to it than cons. So if you're someone sitting here, I would say go do this somewhere where you can get into your physical therapy before the surgery, do your prehab if you can, if you're coming up close to it. Ask your surgeon uh, if they will write you a prescription and get connected with your physical therapist early. I know it seems kind of silly, especially maybe your knee is a little bit more functional, 
but just say like, Hey, I want to get in. I want to know what I'm doing post-op. What are my goals? And then again, it allows you to assess and see is your physical therapist legit? Is your clinic legit? And from there you're able to kind of know, all right, maybe I do need to start thinking about pivoting earlier, or maybe I'm in a good spot. And as I mentioned, there's so many perks that will dramatically help to know what to do and what to expect more than anything. This ACL surgery blindsides most people because they don't realize how much limited they will be post-op and the pain that they'll deal with and just all the things that kind of come with it, the immobility, uh, the just like kind of fear of just like, all right, moving the knee. There's a lot of things that go on that we just don't expect. No one prepares us for this. You know, your surgeon doesn't, your most physical therapists don't. And it's just one of those things where you're like, all right, I'm ready for the day. Let's do the thing. And then it can blindside you. So this is where getting into your physical therapy can help initially, especially since this surgery is people's first major surgery, not to mention how the anesthesia and the medicine impacts people's mental capacity to critically think in those first few days. And you're not going to want to do any of that the day of the next day, even, you know, within the first few days, depending on your pain levels and, you know, how you're handling all that stuff. So, You don't want to be figuring things out and learning things like new exercises from the get-go as soon as you're post-op. See if you can kind of nail that stuff before your surgery so then therefore you are like, oh, I'm ready. I'm good to go. It legit builds the foundation to start the process. This starts before the surgery and each day after the surgery more and more. One visit prehab or pre-surgery is a non-negotiable in my opinion, and I think it's something that we need to push more in this profession within ACL rehab. And of course, this is going to come back to the rehab quality you get. You know, maybe someone walks in and does a prehab session, they're like, "Oh, that really wasn't much," and I apologize if that's the case. But usually, there should be a lot of educating, a lot of things to just know what to expect, as well as making sure that you know what you need to be doing based on what's going to happen post-op. And we kind of know what's going to happen for the most part in 80 to 90% of cases. Sure, there might be some curveballs thrown in where someone goes in and maybe there was a fracture that wasn't noticed or something like that. Or maybe there was a meniscus that needed to be repaired. So you're non-weight bearing, or maybe they decided to do an LET, which is a anchor to the outside. And so that's going to be something that could change things potentially. But with that said, we know majority of the time you can extend your knee, you can activate your quads, you can bend your knee to some degree, and then potentially put some weight on it depending on your restrictions. But there are a lot of things we can do and we got to make sure that we are owning all of those from the injury from day of surgery and on. And I will leave you with this. There's not a single person I've ever worked with and talked with who said prehab was a waste of time. I shouldn't have done it. And most people will always say how thankful they are to have been doing prehab and prepped and going into the surgery, whether that's in person, remotely, it is a huge game changer. So your big takeaway today if you are approaching ACL surgery, you're working with people who are going through this process, an ACL rehab must do. One prehab visit before that surgery can make a world of a difference, just like the athlete that I had mentioned earlier. So if you guys have any questions, you know where to find me. Thank you all so much for listening. This is your host, Ravi Patel, signing off.